Hello and welcome to In a Spiritual Sense, where we discuss all things spiritual, from growing your intuition, speaking with spirit guides, diving into past lives, the paranormal, and more. Join me, Stacey Piagno, where we work to bridge the gap between science and spirit. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, In a Spiritual Sense, where you can catch full-length videos of each episode. And if you hit that subscribe button, it helps support the channel and you'll be notified of new content as it posts. Hello and welcome back to In a Spiritual Sense. I'm your host, Stacey Piagno, and what a wonderful break it has been. For those of you who are just joining, In a Spiritual Sense has been on a short break for the winter season, a time when nature reminds us about the importance of sitting in solitude, connecting with ourselves, and all the beauty that this season of darkness brings. And so as I took time to reflect, something that came up for me was the value of this human experience we're having. And you know, I think for most of you who are obviously into this show and into any and all spiritual content, we often get very excited and curious about what is on the other side of the veil, the energy that we can't always see, but we know is here. And it sometimes appears once we hop onto this roller coaster ride of spiritual awareness. It's easy to get caught up in the desire for expansion and the desire for ascension. And it seems we're constantly striving for answers. And so we find ourselves reaching for more understanding and more of the unknown. And even if you're not on a spiritual journey, this can be something that commonly occurs anyways. But the problem is we develop a yearning for more and it's always more, more, more more of what's out there and not always what's here, what we already have. And perhaps it might serve us more to focus on what is happening in this skin. And although I believe wanting more is a natural curiosity that we all step into at one point or another, whether it be with the spiritual or the material, I find this feeling of wanting more takes us away from the present moment and away from this very physical experience we are here to have. I mean, I know for me personally, I love to do dream work. And sometimes I have a purpose of meditating so that I can try to leave this body or play with different timelines because I find this fascinating. And there's a joy for me in pushing my consciousness to its limits just to see what I can experience. But sometimes I catch myself missing out on one of the most important things. And that is the experience of this physical human body and all that comes with it. And I think at times we need to remind ourselves how much of an experience it is to truly wake up every day with whatever it is this body and this life is gifting us with. And no matter what happens throughout the day, we are here to be present to whatever arises because there is beauty in each moment. And realizing this will, in fact, bring us closer to spirit and closer to this expansion some of us may be longing for. And by no means am I saying excuse the spiritual experiences from happening. They themselves are a part of life. But what I'm saying is just as awesome as these spiritual experiences are, we should also be able to accept the material experiences with just as much awesome or pizzazz. And furthermore, we should be able to accept the stillness of the material world with just as much pizzazz. And I think if we can learn to appreciate each of these spaces, the spiritual, 
the material, and the stillness in between. What a rich life we would have to accept it all with grace and presence. The good, the bad, the ugly, as some say, because it's all needed for an abundant life. And this idea that having an abundant life or having a life filled with joy and compassion and love has to come from us expanding is an interesting concept because acquiring this state is actually not something we have to reach for. It is our natural state. And I find focusing on the expansion itself is not as important as the idea that what we need for expansion is already here. And what we need resides in our awareness of us existing in the present. Because to not exist in the present is to not fully exist. And perhaps once we understand that, yes, we have expanded. But the expansion, the ascension, that comes as an aftermath of understanding you don't need the expansion and the ascension. Sometimes the complexity of life resides in life's simplicity. And as far as our time here on earth and the big question of why we're all here, I don't think anybody can answer that with absolute, but of course it is fun to ponder and propose theories on. And although I do have my own theories, I think it's something that we should all connect with independently. And at some point, if you haven't connected with this idea of why we're here, I think you should because I think it gives us purpose. And even if your purpose is that there is no purpose at all, it still gives us reason. Reason to be present, no? So from my perspective, the idea of purpose and life came to me through a meditation. And after asking spirit to show me about life, this is what I wrote. Everyone has a different purpose, a different state of being, all here for different reasons. It is our natural ability, however, to expand, natural to our evolution. The creator expands by creating us. We, in return, help our source expand by expanding ourselves. This expansion, however, is not for ego, nor for greed, nor self. It is an expansion that occurs naturally. Does a child want to grow or does it just grow? Does evolution want to take place or does it just evolve? Does our soul want to enlighten, maybe? Or do we just become enlightened? With time, the natural desire for love and expansion becomes our true calling because we are here to love and expand for that is our natural state. And this earth, so dense, is where we come to learn, where we come to evolve. For how can we evolve without friction? We need it to learn how to master our energy. We come here to learn how this is done. And how can we learn to work with our energy if we are not in an environment to work with our energy? An environment that tests us. Our memories from before this birth swiped clean for the mere purpose of a more authentic experience. We are here to go through experiences, here to learn that failing is actually success. Success to us now learning a new skill, us having a new experience, us expanding. 
And so as we spend time in these experiences, we learn about our truest nature, our genetic makeup, love, that of which the creator itself created us from. The most simplistic strand of energy that equivalent to the atom is love. So as our consciousness evolves to new states of being, we strip away the layers, strip away the friction. And as we learn to live in love, we become love, which in return connects us back to our truest state, a state that is rebirthed back into its natural cycle. And so we see the true meaning of the circle of life is that everything in nature moves fluidly. The patterns of nature's movements are circular for the circle is the chauffeur that drives all movement within life, a movement that is constantly rebirthed, a movement that is always fluid. So whatever your belief may be, whatever belief you cultivate, whatever belief you project is truth because you are creating it. Whether it be this, that, left, right, up, down, happiness, hurtfulness, the state of your thoughts are real because you are living it. We as spirit and humans have the power and magic to create. That is one of our gifts. And what we create is what we live. So no matter your purpose for being here, no matter your belief, it is valid. And if your beliefs and thoughts are valid and are true, what a great responsibility that is because it poses the question of what kind of life are we creating for ourselves? What kind of life are we creating for those around us? What kind of life are we a part of? Do our truths serve us, support us, inspire us? And perhaps it is healthy to question our truths from time to time. And something I find fascinating is the idea that we can all have different projections of the same subject and they can all be vastly unique, but just as authentic as the next. And they're all happening simultaneously. Life really is magical when you spend time with it. And what's ironic, at least for me, is after pondering why we're here and what it's all for. I always seem to circle back around to the understanding that the biggest purpose is to just learn how to be present, present with whatever arises for you. So as I've had time to sit with this big picture that I've been presented with, and after realizing how I sometimes fall into the more, more, more mindset or the, okay, what's next mindset with time off, I've begun to understand the importance of admiring being human, being grounded. And I do think striving to learn and understand is needed, but I think having a balance of that curiosity mixed with stillness is the best medicine for our soul. And for those of you similar to me, sometimes placing your curiosity on hold to be present and appreciate your time in this body can be difficult. But if you are able to slow down even for short moments, I think you'll see the stillness of what we have in front of us holds a magic just as grand as anything in the esoteric. And although I think striving to understand and connect with the esoteric is an important stop along the way, because that in itself is life. For those whose intent is to expand, 
I think you'll eventually come back to the understanding of how important this human experience is for your expansion because of what all it has to offer. And I feel my path to understanding the expansiveness of life and understand my purpose has led me back to understanding the importance this human experience holds. Because if we did in fact choose to be here, wouldn't it do us justice to be here, to be present? And even if we didn't choose to be here, we are still here. So again, would it also not do us justice to be here? And whether we have multiple attempts at life or just one, wouldn't it be beneficial to reflect on how we are spending our time here now? Are we living to the fullest? Meaning, are we present through what we understand as both good and bad? Do we partake in every emotion that this very grounding experience gives us? And again, learn how to manage our emotions and energy in a way that serves us. And what I have found serves me is being in touch with the good, the bad, the ugly, and still being able to emit love and understanding. And no, it doesn't happen all the time. (laughs) But through my awareness of this, I'm growing sturdy, as we all will. You know, just the other day, I listened to this webinar with an Andean medicine man who was sharing his lineage's wisdom on our gifts and purpose um, within life. And something that he shared was, quote, we all have a soul purpose, which is to be in love, meaning to live in the state of love and quote, to experience love in its highest vibration, its fullest manifestations. And this means being in love, giving love unconditionally, no matter the circumstance, and receiving love, unquote. So being, giving, and receiving love. Um, In addition, he shared that the gift each one of us possesses is, quote, already offered by us just being here. We don't have to do anything. He goes on to describe how no matter our age, baby or elder, Just the birth of our presence is our greatest gift. And I found that really comforting. So anyways, that is my rant on life. I've had this bald inside for a while and it's been wanting to come out. But, um, you know, perspectives on life can be sticky because we're all here having different experiences and we all have different purposes and beliefs and projections. And what I've discovered is It's okay for us to all disagree and it's okay for us to all pitch our ideas because I think there is something special in each of us sharing our voices and opinions as long as we do it in a way that creates space for each of us to be heard and space for each of our truths to be respected because at the end of the day, we're all cut from the same cloth, are we not? So the projections of your neighbor, no matter what they are, are no less valuable than yours because your neighbor's views are present within their existence, just as your views are present within your existence. And as I've stated, it's only the perception of self that keeps us separated. And perhaps that's the beauty of our purpose within this human experience, to cherish and accept each other and each thing on this earth with love and understanding and to find the truth and path that works best with us through the midst of diversity and contrast, to have expression and feelings on every end of the spectrum because that 
is the human experience to be thrown in the pot and mixed all around and see how we grow because growth is inevitable. It can't be stopped. And once we begin growing, we find that although we are all uniquely different, we are all the same. Although we all have different situations, different opportunities, different pains, different environments, we are all the same because we are all love. At our truest form, our energy is love. So for those who may be struggling with your human experience, what I can offer you is a reminder, a reminder that it is a gift to be here and have these expressions and whatever may come with it, because this is life. There's always duality. What is good if there is no bad? What is light if there is no dark? And we must learn to live in harmony with the duality life produces. Yes, harmony with each other, that will come. But only after we've learned to live in harmony with the energies inside of us, the polar energies of life, for these energies will always be present. And it is up to us to learn how to use them to support our well-being. And the magic lies in our perspective. The perspective that the bad is good and the dark is light. And I hope if your perspective is not serving you, you learn to reach within and find a space of love that offers a new point of view, one that will suit your needs. Because there is a space accessible to us all that reminds us everything is perfect as is. So I will leave you with this perspective as we are reminded to cherish the gift of this human experience. And it is called Everything is Perfect. Think of what life would be like if everything was perfect. We forget this can be done through the way we respond to what is placed in front of us and the perspective we choose to take. Whatever arises in our life is an experience, an opportunity, an opportunity to make choices. Life is nothing but choices, choices that offer opportunities to remove friction from our path. And when our path is smooth, life is easy. Everything works, and it works because our perspective of it is that it is perfect as is. And if everything is perfect as is, then there is no bad. You see, the point may not be to diminish this bad, for the bad is the polarity of good, and to have one, the other must be present. But the difference is that there is no friction that comes with the bad. So the bad is easy, because everything is perfect. And everything is right where it needs to be, seasoning until ripe because life is always in our favor. It was created for us and by us, because we are the creator. The creator is us. And to question the energy that unfolds perhaps results in us forgetting everything is perfect as is. For if the idea that we are latched to does not work out, then that idea was not meant to happen because the energy is not yet ripe. But if it does unfold, then the energy is ready. So either way, the energy is always right. The energy is always conscious. And if listened to, this consciousness shares with us that everything is perfect.
for those who enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you use it to inspire those around you. And I will see you next time on In a Spiritual Sense. Remember, we must take responsibility for that which is created in this world. Because by the mere thought of something, the perspective of it is that it is. And if something is, that means it is present. And the things that are present in this world are created through our perspectives. The responsibility is ours, for we create the world we live in. Let us create with awareness. For those looking to connect further, please feel free to send emails to info at inaspiritualsense.com or hit me up on Instagram at spiagno, that is S-P-I-A-G-N-O, where you can find weekly inspiration and updates. I look forward to connecting with you.